You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Before we begin, I would love to pay respect and acknowledgement to the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are the traditional owners of the land on which Unstoppable E-Commerce operates, and pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. In today's episode, I'm excited to be chatting with photographer Jade Warren about the importance of your product photos. Jade is a photographer, videographer, digital marketer, and mom of three. She started her career in publishing, working for Marie Claire and Sydney Morning Herald, then switched to digital as the social media manager for Shoes of Prey. She snapped the likes of Kate Hudson, Sarah Jessica Parker, Marie Folio, Elizabeth Gilbert, Elle McPherson, and so many more. But her favorite clients are small business women who are building their dream. And today she joins me to help you put your best foot forward online with your product images and videos. So Jade, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Super excited. I cannot wait. So I have been, we were just having a little bit of a chat off camera and, you know, usually I'm pretty nice in these podcasts, but today I'm going to have to put on my big girl pants and do a bit of tough love to some of the people that might be listening. I'm here for it. <laughs> You're here for it? Yeah. So with your e-commerce, you've got an online store, you take away a lot of those senses, right? So you can't have someone walk into your store, pick up something, look at it, touch it, feel it, smell it, whatever they might do. So it's so super important that your product photos are amazing, that they are on point, that they really represent your brand and that everything looks quality. Mm. But what I'm calling out is that there's still people trying to sell online that don't make the photography the priority. So they might have a great, pretty website. They might even have really nice branding, but then when you go into the product photos, Mm. they're kind of either lackluster or they're blurry or they don't even have, you know, more than one photo. And we're just going to have a chat today. So Jade, um, as I mentioned, is a product photographer Mm. and she helps put a brand and their product and their personality and everything online and make the most of it. So Tell me, why is photos so important? Product photos, like we all have the same screen to work with, right? (laughs) You, me, and and Louis Vuitton, right? Yeah. But compare what Louis Vuitton does with that screen, how they bring the emotion, how they bring the energy, how they bring the sentimentality and the covetability and the romance. And all of a sudden I'm feeling all these feelings. (laughs) And that is how you get people to buy. You override the logical, slow thinking brain with these beautiful, powerful, evocative emotions that we are all subject to because we're human beings. But you bring that sense of narrative, of excitement to your photography. And in that way, you sell faster, you sell more, and you sell more pleasurably for everyone involved. It's a pleasure for you to look at your website. I mean, you're going to be looking at your website more than any other customer on the planet. So why not make it a beautiful, like a, a very experience with clarity, experience with cohesiveness to it. And, you know, make that experience immersive and, and make it a beautiful room an organized tidy room where you look around and everything is beautifully placed and pictured rather than a higgledy piggledy mess of things that don't match. As you said, that lighting's not great. Things are not clear. And all the images might be the wrong, different, different sizes, sizes, different backdrops, yeah. like 
messy. Exactly. It's like walking into a messy store where there's no real sort of structure to it and everything's just kind of thrown in a big pile and you expect me to walk in there and have a good feeling and emotive reaction. It's the same with like a messy website with poor photos. Absolutely. And one thing you said when we were uh, just chatting and it really stuck with me is no one needs to buy anything, right? Mm. So aside from your food <laughs> and water and, you know, you some shelter, I don't need to buy a new dress. I don't need to buy new funky earrings. Mm. But when I go to a website and they just make me feel like I'm going to have so much fun wearing mm. them, because, mm. you know, people that know me know that I'm kind of into my bright colours, I've got my pink hair, and I love a good pair of earrings. I don't need to buy them, mm-hmm. right? But I love buying them from really fun, exciting Aussie brands. And usually that starts on Instagram with a really bloody good photo, right? Damn straight. Exactly. We are visual creatures. Like <laughs> that is human beings. Yes. And if you want to communicate to another human being, you show them a picture. And if you want to communicate them with them to get them to buy something, you show them a damn good picture. And the better your picture, the more you're going to sell. So it's really, really simple, but I am surprised that people are perhaps not on board. And if they aren't on board, I'm here to help. This is my specialty. This is what I do. I bring products to life with their emotion. I find their special spot and I make them shine. So yeah, I'm excited to chat through different ideas with you. Awesome. Uh, I know you're great at this. I've seen your photos. I know exactly what you can do for a whole bunch of brands. Modi Body was one that you worked on recently, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Fantastic brand. Uh, what are some other brands that you've had fun working with lately? Some e-commerce. Yeah. So what I like to do is like, I always like to over deliver for my clients and I always like to think, okay, how can I sell more? Because, you know, when we're a small business, like if you're a small business starting up, often you have to do things better than everyone else. You have to make the best cheese on the planet, you know, just to get the same cut through as bigger or something, you know what I mean? So when I work with my little brand, I give them the best photos ever. And we take not only like, you know, I, I think about styling a product, like I think about styling a person what background is going to flatter this product? What angle is going to flatter this product? What shadows are going to look great on them? Now, how can we move this product to make it flattering and also tell the story of how it solves your problem? So there are so many different thoughts and complexities that go into a beautiful photo, but that is why you work with a professional because when you see a beautiful photo, it's instantaneous, no thought required, it's just utterly an emotional and evocative experience. So that's why, yeah, the technique, like when I zoom right back out about what I do with my products, it is thinking about, okay, who is this product? What's their personality? And that story, you nailed it with story. Like we've got to tell a story visually, mm. you know, across the internet mm-hmm. and tell people, you know, what, what is going to be like, my life going to be like once I've purchased yes. that product? Yes. What is the transformation that's going to happen to me once I own that? So it is about involving your potential customer in some of your product photos, isn't it? Because yeah, like you said, we're kind of having a look at some photos that are on a white background, but that's why on a white background photos are some of the least evocative and some of the least powerful. Yes, you need them at the final page of your checkout and they're essential and they can be done beautifully, but some of the most evocative photos are certainly not on a white background. They are in some other situation, in some other 
location that okay. invites so the viewer in. Let's chat about the different photos that you do need. Mm. So we've got our white background. When we're saying white background, obviously it's kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey when you look at some people's white background <laughs> photos. Um, <laughs> yes, and also trying to photograph white on white, which was another thing you were photo- you were mentioning oh, before. Yeah. Because obviously, like if you take it, so this is the most challenging thing. This is why you pay a professional because if you have a white product, say it's jewelry or a t-shirt or anything with a white label and you try and photograph that on a white background at home with no professional lighting i guarantee you this is where you get the 50 shades of gray the yellowing the bluing this is where you do it so you're never going to get this is why you get pro lights the pro lights help you light up the product but also create those shadows and those shadows with intention so they make the product appear three-dimensional and leap out of the page and feel like more like the viewer could reach out and touch it and when you get that three-dimensionality you're kind of getting something more evocative you're getting something more substantial okay so if somebody wants to maybe outsource some of their photos they're looking for those lifestyle photos the flat lays and things like that but they want to take their own just the white background plain photos at home what equipment would you recommend that they go out and purchase? Well, I actually have a DIY product photography mini course where I lay this out, a very affordable course. It's under $100 and I lay it out with like a two-pager PDF because it's really simple stuff. But I actually would challenge that they want to, so that your person wants to outsource the lifestyle stuff and they want to do the product photography. I would challenge that whole idea, in fact, and I would say, no, go and outsource the product photography, the on a white background stuff, and you do the lifestyle stuff because lifestyle okay. stuff is actually much easier to take with your phone because you're working with the product strengths. Say you're an accessory brand and you know a cool friend who's got great hair, <laughs> then you can take a really – Maybe it's pink. Yeah, maybe it's pink and she's her name's Karen. <laughs> but then it's really easy to get Karen to stand against a cool graffiti wall and hold up her cool like, bangle or whatever it is and take a shot with your phone and then whack a dramatic filter on it and boom, you've got your lifestyle shot sorted. You can crank out a lot of those, right? But what is going to be more more challenging for you if you don't do my DIY photography course is trying to set up this perfect white box space for a blank white product shop that actually doesn't get you any sales at all. It like, actually doesn't kind of get you any leads at all. It'll get you the sales at the very end, but it's a lot of finicking and fussing around to get this perfect white, pure white. Then it would be just yeah. to outsource it to there's a whole bunch of photography studios that just power through these white white, white background photos for as little as fifteen dollars an hour uh, fifteen dollars an image. So there's the different parts of your sort of funnel, I guess, that you need your photos mm. for. So if we just go to product page, mm-hmm. I would recommend that people have that white background photo for all the different angles of your product. So it's so important that if you're selling a handbag, I don't want to just see the front of the handbag. I want to know what it looks like from the back. I want to know what it's like on the inside. Does it have a secret compartment? Does Mm. it have a zip? And all those things that I would look at if I was to pick up that product at your market stall or at your brick and mortar store, I want to be able to tell online. And if it's so funny, if people don't have that size, Comparison. From those white background photos. Mm, yeah, mm. that comparison. So yeah. as well as those white background just stock sort of photos, you also need to have some lifestyle image. Because if I'm buying earrings, I don't know if those earrings are like tiny or if they're huge mm. if you don't have them on a person, you mm-hmm. know, with their in their earlobes showing me that, oh, these are huge and dangly or actually 
I bought them thinking they were tiny little studs and they turned up and they're massive. So you don't want any kind of buyer's remorse or any surprises. So you really want to make sure that you've got some kind of lifestyle photo that shows it off and also how you can use that product. Hmm. So picnic season does this really well. These guys make amazing picnic blankets, but they work with different artists all over Australia to sort of design those picnic blankets. And I think I've plugged them before. Just to note, I'm not affiliated with these guys. I just happen to love their product. Uh, But they have three meter by three meter picnic blankets, Mm. but they show the whole blanket so that you can see what the artwork's like. And then they also show it in a lifestyle setting. So you can picture yourself taking it out, having a picnic with the kids because they've got photos of people and families having a picnic with the kids on there. Mm. Then they also show all those important details zoomed in. So if you're like they have like reinforced sections with eye hole keylet things for their pegs. So they show a zoomed in picture of that. Anything that's really important about your product, you want to make sure there's a photo to show people because you Mm. can't just assume that they're going to read your description. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely a photo scroller. Like I'll go through all the photos and everything, but, you know, I don't really read many, much of the description at all unless I'm really looking for something specific. So Hmm. you've really got to set the scene for your products. So how do you go about sort of staging a product? If you're going to do something like, okay, we've done jewellery, what about if somebody sells something like a vase? Yeah, so it's all about the sizing of your product. So when you're talking about like a picnic blanket, that's obviously going to be so much more challenging to photograph than something that's table-sized. So a vase yeah. could be table-sized, so it could be like really nice and easy to photograph yourself or to commission a photographer to come around and photograph or to send that off somewhere. But the ideal, like the best, best thing to photograph is kind of plate-sized or smaller. So when you're thinking about like my favourite thing to photograph that just shoots itself, is like um, a jewellery box, like a jewellery box and earrings. This is why earrings and jewellery have exploded on Instagram so much because they are so photogenic in that way. And it really does come down to sizing. So some things you might want to do is think if your product is larger than a plate size or larger than a jewellery box, you might think, okay, what can I do to this product that would make it fit? You know, sometimes maybe you could, if it's cheese or something, you could cut it in a different way that will make it kind of a bit smaller, a bit more photogenic, or you could place it in a group kind of setting which will make it more kind of square and structured so other things that look good that i've just mentioned and that's why the jewelry box is so good to photograph is structure looks good if you've got something that's really like loose fitting you know think about a big drapey dress that on a hanger is going to look terrible but once you plop it on a dummy and you're filling it out and you're making it more of a structured object it's going to photograph a lot better so part of photography is yeah understanding what is photogenic? What looks good on camera? And then understanding, okay, how do we work with this product either to style it or turn it or make it into more of that? So there are definitely definitely tricks um, you can use to do that. Okay, so what about getting across? Uh, there's one brand that we work with that does amazing, eco-friendly, non-toxic deodorant. Um, so I'm trying to think of the word from it and I can't. It's not like a liquid deodorant. It's like a cream mm-hmm. that comes in a tin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Tracy, really bad description there of your product. But one of the things that was hard is it looks the same for every scent, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's the same kind of sort of beeswaxy kind of color for each one. So how do you get across things like smell in a photo? Oh, absolutely. You would look at doing a different colored background for each one or having props of different florals for each one. Certainly the first thing that comes to mind for that type of product would be accessorizing the shoot area with all the kind of ingredients 
that go into each particular yes. blend and, you know, work and working with, yeah, you want to like think about the human visual brain and think about the shorthand for a lot of things is just simply color. So communicating like the natural fiber essence of it, we might actually shoot it on like brown hessian or something like that. And then for each yes. different blend, you might photograph it on a different color of kind of recycled paper. You might bring in some text, like the texture element of the paper might become the perfect backdrop to showcase the natural scent, like the naturalness of it. Because yeah, like you said, each different product formulation looks the same, but it's yeah. our job visually to communicate those differences. So we, I'd absolutely be looking at color and texture and maybe incorporating a hand in there, a beautiful tanned hand, <laughs> you know, making mm. it feel like you as the viewer could then reach out and touch it. You know, what type, type of ideal customer is going to use this, you know, um, incorporating it, you know, a photo of her opening the jar and then, you know, reaching into the product. Because we also have video now as well. So that's always yes. something, like I said before, when you're working with small brands, we really need to punch above our weight and go outside the box and not be limited by, what the big brands do we need to think about okay how can i do that better and so you know, yeah. doing things like video or gifs or yeah just communicating with your ideal audience not everyone is going to want that product but the people that do there's a certain shorthand that will communicate with them faster so you want to start using that visual language yeah so if we um so it was the natural approach that i was talking about mm. um so if we took them for example mm. and you think about the product itself. It's not like a sexy product as far as to look at. Mm. And if somebody just took that photo and just took a picture of the tin, which is what some people do, right? Mm. All they do is show the mm. tin. Me as someone that's going on to buy it, I'm like, well, great. What's in the tin? Mm. Is it liquid? Is it runny? Is it hard? What's it going to do for me? That sort mm. of thing. So really thinking about if your product is something that's maybe not so sexy mm. <laughs> as far as to look at, if you do go to Natural Approaches website, you know, they've got an, a photo of the tin because the tin's beautiful, but then the next photo it actually shows the product in the tin and then they actually show somebody getting it out the tin with hands mm. uh, and then there is a photo of somebody putting it on as well and photos of all the ingredients that are in there so you can start to mm. actually get a sense of what it's going to exactly. smell like. So I love that and I think some of those ideas that you've mentioned actually would be great um, for that brand also but some things aren't sexy like if you think protein powders mm. you know there's people selling protein the actual powder itself you know oh it's, it's not a great looking thing but i was just picturing it but what a fantastic business model <laughs> the old protein powder oh, flies yeah. off the shelf so exactly but i was just picturing like if it was a chocolate flavor the glass made up and then like bits of chocolate around it visually i'm looking at that going oh my god it's gonna taste like chocolate mm, amazing mm, mm. yeah look that's why you you work with someone who can see the visual potential because yeah if you're working with protein powder you're not going to be photographing the powder are you it could be any random white powder you're going to be photographing the visual <laughs> shorthand that leads people towards you know the the outcome the transformation of that that's what you're going to you're going to yeah. lean towards you're going to lean towards the product's strengths Though you've mentioned, oh, that product's not sexy, every product has a strength. Every product might be, yeah. you know, it might be the cultural zeitgeist of the moment, which is what comes to me when I think of protein powder. You know, it's very popular to be nutritionally balanced and healthy. So we want to lean on to <laughs> lean on that angle. Or other products, as I mentioned, have a really beautiful structure. Or other products have, you know, natural ingredients, as we've mentioned. So you really do want to take your time kind of and, with you know, and connect with someone who has, who has an objective point of view to come in and think, okay, what is the superpower of this product sitting in front of me? And how do we showcase that? And perhaps accentuate it or really let it shine online so that we connect with the ideal audience who is out there desperate for, you know, protein powder. Yeah. 
it, that's it. It's, it's connecting and getting, telling that story and having someone lean into that product and go, you know, all of this can be done just from the photos or videos. So mm. I'm a huge fan of stop motion videos. Mm, me too. So stop motion videos yeah. uh, when you link together a series of photos. Mm. So it's kind of like the end product is a video, but you can um, see, you might've seen some that are really chopped around or some that actually are a little bit closer to a video and you can do all sorts of amazing things with stop motion videos. Unboxings, they work really great for unboxing. So if you sell sort of a gift box full of a lot of different products, you can show people that experience of getting that and unboxing your product. You can show um, the other way around what it's going to look like once you make your purchase and when somebody places that into a beautiful box mm. and puts the tissue paper in and ties the ribbon and how it's going to go out to you. And all of these visual things can make people take them closer to that I want to be that person that's unboxing that and I want to get that in the mail and mm. sort of really getting people to invest in the story. So mm. uh, definitely recommend that. And the fun gifts, uh, you do some awesome things on Instagram and we'll do another episode one day with you chatting about Instagram, but mm. uh, so many cool gifts and they're so eye-catching when people are. So if you're taking away from the website now and we're thinking about actual content photos for socials, for um, your ads, things like that, anything that's going to stop somebody's attention, mm. Uh, grab their attention, stop their thumb uh, from scrolling mm -hmm. in the newsfeed mm. is going to be great. So uh, what sort of gifts do you like making for products? So when we talk about kind of uh, stop motion is, how would I describe this? Stop motion is a type of video, whereas GIF is like a format. So if we think about stop motion yeah. as a kind of a type or an art form in itself, the reason why stop motion is great is that every single frame of that video is a photo and as we know photo has far more greater clarity than video so what you're doing is you're just creating like a video but super clear and with stop motion as well it has this kind of childlike element to it so it, it's super clear and it's super like it's super cohesive and comprehensible to a very busy overloaded brain who's going through whatever you know social or the websites or whatever you're hitting them straight away with something that just has a lot more visual clarity so you're giving yourself um, a leg up when you're working with stop motion. So stop motion is clear, it's childlike, and it's fast. So, you know, I do my stop motions that are 7 or 15 seconds. Like, that's it, done. We're not doing like an, yeah. a minute and a half stop motion. So you can, instead of like someone talking and some scene, we're just, bam, hitting with people with this beautiful childlike experience that leaves them wanting more. So stop motion is fantastic. And then when we get that stop motion and we create it, usually it's created from 300 photos. So we have to move the product 300 times. And what that means as well is we can introduce elements of magic into stop motion because obviously products don't move themselves. They don't have little legs. That, <laughs> that motion is done by me cut out. And then, so there's this kind of like, Oh, like, like a you know, like the transition on Instagram. Oh, how did they do that? Oh, how's that happening? Yeah. There's something like that sense of wonder, yeah, sense of wonder, a marveling to it, a kind of magic to it. And when you can bring in the magic, you're bringing in the emotion. So stop motion, you're bringing that product to yeah, life. Yeah, you're bringing it to life. You're bringing the fun. You're making it easy. So stop motion ticks a ton of different boxes. And the other good thing about stop motion is you can do some evergreen stop motions, which is exactly what you said: the unboxing or the boxing. Which means whatever Instagram trending audio comes and goes, and whatever you know cool thing happens, you've got your unboxing and boxing really ultimate essential evergreen experience for your customers that you're going to be able to play and match to whatever audio comes and goes type thing so it is kind of like an evergreen investment piece that you can use whenever so i like stop motion i think i'm a big fan and then yeah we can obviously turn yeah. your stop motion into a gif as well so 
says that. And as you know, you can load up your gifts onto Instagram and you can have people use them then. So your gift could be like your product. I've done some gifts for Avarkas Australia. So Naomi does those beautiful Spanish sandals. Are they, do you know the ones that I'm talking about? The little uh, pink yes. toe leather yep. sandals. So she's got some amazing gifts that actually have her like picking up the, the shoe, but it's a phone and she's like, hello <laughs> into it. And then <laughs> another one is her like doing a little love heart and it's like, thank you. And then another one of her is holding her packaging and kind of jiggling it around. So like you said, small businesses punching above our weight, going above and beyond, we can do that. Like we don't have to get it through the, the HR department three times. We can just have your awesome yeah. product, like get it done. yeah, wiggling and jiggling. And then that's available on Instagram for her to use for all her stories, but also for our customers when they search Avarkas, where every time they buy something and they just happen to search Avarkas in the gift search bar, then all of a sudden these cool little gifts come up that showcase Naomi, the shoes, and then they're kind of, they're adding to her story as well in a really fun way. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, in case we've put the hard word on people and they're thinking, mm, okay, yes, maybe I need to get my photo game up and I'm going to work with a photographer. How can they make the most of a photo shoot, whether it's with you or somebody else? Like how can you prepare for a photo shoot? Yeah, definitely. I think mood boarding is like essential. Everyone who owns a business should be mood boarding at all times of day and night. And that means very practically, that means saving images you like on Instagram. So having a particular collection for product photos that resonate with you on your Instagram, really easy one. And then secondly, you could use a tool like Pinterest, which is another app on your phone, and you could also have a mood board there. Now, the good thing with Pinterest is it's really easy to share with your photographer. So you can give them like, you know, say you're doing a shoot in a month's time, you can give them a heads up and you can be collating those images ahead of the month and together because the photographer can contribute and you can also contribute it. So it's nice and collaborative in that way. Yeah, I love Pinterest for that sort of thing. Yeah. Every time I start a new brand or I'm working with a brand, it's like first thing we do is Pinterest board. It's the fun part. Yes, exactly. Is the same way you use it. I recommend that um, clients use it too. Like, so just kind of collating things with structure, right? Collecting different ideas. You know, it might be like, you know, if you're a fashion brand, lifestyle fashion shots, and then you might have like a still life board or a flat lay board or, you know, whatever it is. But it, you, the more you can collect. So basically, so you can tell the photographer what you like, I guess, yeah. and what you don't like. Yeah, exactly. And you can ask the photographer, okay, what have you got? You know, what have you seen? The photographer might have some great ideas, but rather than them like springing it on you on the day of the shoot, oh, by the way, I was going to shoot it on a black background. <laughs> you, the photographer yeah. might have the chance to communicate with you over time. So that's why I always collaborate on my jobs with a Pinterest mood board, which we both collaborate on, but then also a Google doc, which is where we pull from the mood board and pull into like the key shot list. And once we've seen lots of references that showcase a particular concept, we'll pull our favorite reference and say, okay, we're going to shoot this first. Then we're going to shoot this second. And then so you build up a really nice key concrete shot list, which ties into what you were mentioning before about you know, making sure you get the lifestyle use, the lifestyle shot, the in-use shot, the perspective shot, the group shot, that kind of thing. So, but you have very concrete examples of each. So you're not making it up on the spot. You're just executing a plan that you both agree on in advance. Yeah. So if you are planning your shot list, definitely all those and your hero image for your website, I feel like this is really important one. It's the first thing people see. It's what we use for the three second test to make sure that people can tell what it is that you sell and who it's for. So if you haven't yet nailed that hero shot, make sure that is on your shot list as well as a product, of, a picture of yourself potentially for your about section mm. and then your product photos as well. Like I've mentioned all the different angles, flat lays, you know, uh, ones in use, that sort of thing. 
Hey, what about, I know that, you know, you're up with it with the gram and you're always putting out tips and things like that. What are some tools that people might use for enhancing their photos? Maybe they've taken some themselves and they're not entirely perfect. They just want to touch them up a little bit or maybe they want to put them together for a stop motion. Yeah, absolutely. So I would recommend like never put a photo online or publish a photo without retouching it because no matter how great a photo is, um, it's at 70% and you can get an extra 30 from a great photo. And from an average photo, you could probably get a, like an extra 90% out of it <laughs> from retouching. So absolutely like a photo is not done unless it's retouched. So definitely understand that. In terms of tools that I recommend, definitely Adobe Lightroom is the most powerful app you can possibly get. It's free. It's awesome. It's easy to use, but it also has incredibly powerful functionality. So I use that app on my phone and on my desktop. It's the app that the pros will use if they were to retouch your product. So you know you're in good hands there. But um, if you are not into Lightroom, it seems a bit too much for you. Another app that I use is called Ultralight, which is just a beautiful, simple app. And it does all the, it does all the complex stuff, but makes it really easy. Gives you a whole bunch of simple presets to start with and really nice. And then of course you can import stuff into Instagram and use their filters there. But anyone who's used Instagram would know that their filters are terrible. So you probably don't (laughs) want to use those filters much at all. Awesome. I am going off to have a look at my Instagram now because I never retouch my photos. <laughs> and I'm going to start playing oh, with these Definitely, ones. but you, like, you, would, you would light up. Like, you would sparkle like a jewel because you have all these beautiful <laughs> colors to play with. So it's less, about, it's less about you're doing something wrong and more about you're leaving something on the table. You can just make it even better. Yeah. yeah like okay. Sometimes I retouch photos and then I market them to myself and I fall in love with the product because I've just retouched <laughs> it so beautifully. That is the power of marketing. I cannot tell you enough that once you make a photo shine, it is so uh, like evocative. You can't resist it. It's utterly irresistible. So yeah, definitely do yourself a favor with those. The thing I like about ultralight is it does photos and videos with the same filters. You can also save your filters, which you can do with Adobe Lightroom as well. So once you create a beautiful look that you like, so certainly for you, you know, you have your blue hair, you have the same locations, like you would be shooting each time, like at home, you'd be able to create a filter that you can just whack on to any other future um, photos that you take and it will still apply. So I love that. I've actually seen some really beautiful feeds on Instagram. And although each picture is different, the thing that ties it all together is they have that consistency in the look and feel of Mm. the image. They're obviously using the same filter Mm. for each Mm -hmm. one. And looking just really basic stuff like photographing the same kind of stuff. Like if you want a really natural looking muted feed, then photograph brown linen and cream napkins like you do need to think like when you look about when you look at beautiful photos you're like oh how did they do that well they got some brown linen pants and they got a blonde model like it's it's almost (laughs) like it's not rocket science it's literally break down the photos that you like into building blocks look at the colors look at the palette look at the textures and then just do that yourself and also if you're not i guess that's where those mood boards yeah you're like okay i've put all these photos together that i like what is the common denominator yeah scrutinize that photo that really really takes you away that sets your heart soaring and really look at okay where is she she's at a sandy beach what is she wearing she's got brown linen pants on how is she sitting she's got you know really scrutinize it down and then go to create that in your own way in your own language and you will create it differently you will not be like cloning someone or copying someone but you will have found zeroed in on the elements that you like and you can't expect 
that same heart soaring result unless you use similar elements do you know what i mean like sometimes we sit there and we photograph oh here's like a a black stapler oh why doesn't it look so beautiful like instagram (laughs) it's because it's because (laughs) it's not like a beautiful foodscape or something so you know you just have to you have to basically really zero in on your mood board let that be your guide yeah i love that so i've been looking for a product photographer audience for a really long time it's taken about three years until we came across jade and i was so excited when i found you because i looked at your feed i looked at the brands that you've worked with and what you've done with their products and bringing them to life and i was just so excited that i reached out straight away on instagram and was like oh my gosh we have to work together Um, unbeknownst in the vaccine i had been reaching out to you for the last Yeah, so it's like a five all goes west moment where we're like reaching towards each other. So I'm so glad we connected. It was meant to be, just took us a little while. But what we've done is for people who are looking to get started with product photography, you wanting to outsource that, but you know, you're not ready to do a huge custom shoot yet, is we've put together these amazingly affordable packages. So what they are is you can choose from either a neutral background or a bright colors background so depending sort of if you're that brown linen pan kind of look or if you're more pink hair kind of look um you can choose which theme you're going with but then it's a group shoot so we've done this to be able to bring that cost down for everyone so everyone will send their products to jade uh, by the due dates we've got a shoot coming up in may so if you are looking to uh, get some photos taken i'll include all the links to these in the show notes So what can people expect to get in these packages? Yeah, these are amazing packages. So I'm super excited to present this in collaboration with you. It's something I don't offer myself at all. So it's a super special deal at a super special price, but it is maximum output as usual. So I give my clients all high res images, which is something I do because anyone who lives in a digital age knows that just, you know, one or two, five, don't cut it. You need like 37 photos for an epic reel. So let's get you those photos. So this particular product obviously includes unlimited basic retouch photos, which will be a minimum of 40, which you can resize yourself. So ready to go. You can resize them for your homepage or for your reels. You know, they're uncropped, which means they have lots of space around them for you to go nuts. We're going to do five products per brand that are going to lead to 12 final images. And these are going to be the retouch shots. So we'll have three story size, three square, three 1350 and three landscape for your website and newsletter so i think that's really helpful just to yeah get, give you some shots that really flatter your product in those particular formats because yeah so you're going to be all set for socials and you can use these obviously for the website product images as well mm-hmm. and it's just going to add that professional look for you on those products so as jade mentioned these aren't something she offers before i had to twist her arm to uh, put together these uh really inexpensive packages so that people could get started now if you are looking for something more advanced you don't want to share branding with other people you want something specific to your brand obviously that's something jade does as well so we've included a couple of those packages also uh, so just follow the link or if you're uh, listening it's unstoppableecom.com forward slash photography and you'll find all the details on these special packages there and we're going to be doing these every quarter so what you can do is get refreshed images ready to go uh, for the next sort of seasonal photos that are coming up so this one 
loans are going to be great if you're doing any sort of end of financial year promos or anything like that coming up or if you're getting super organized ready for quarter four um, then it's a great opportunity to sort of get these photos sent off and get them back ready to start playing with. yeah exactly and like we can do things that you're like depending on who comes on board we can you know open up collaboration opportunities like if you if there are complementary bands that want to work together we could take collaborative photos and then you guys could run a giveaway together so karen you and i are we practice what we preach so we actually collaborated to launch this particular photography packages and we got over 200 comments on our collaborative giveaway post now i don't know about you karen but 200 comments is a there's a whole lot of comments for me that was a fantastic result and far more than i would normally see so i'll always like again this is what i'm doing for my clients i'm not just thinking of okay here's a pretty photo of your bowl. I'm thinking, okay, how are we going to sell this product for you? How are we going to get these comments through the door? How are we going to light up the the internet with your salad spoons? Because that's what you need to do. That's the passion you need to bring. If you expect someone to, if you expect your salad spoons to stand out in a marketplace that is full of salad spoons from all different places. So that's what I'm always thinking of for my clients is going above and beyond and how, what clever tactics can we employ to outsmart the world's biggest salad spoon makers? Because we're smarter than them. (laughs) We're nimble. We're smart. (laughs) I love that you give all the photos because there's nothing worse than you going to a photographer and then you want all the images and they're like, well, you can only have five unless you give me another $10,000. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So like, I think that's awesome. I just can't believe it. I would never, you know, and you know this, Karen, from every every touch point that you work with me or that you've connected with me on, it's like, here's actually what you want. Here's actually what you need. Here's yeah. actually what you're going to do. Yeah, because like you're a mum with busy priorities. Like we are lucky and privileged to be alive and be collaborating and be working on this stuff. Like we need all the help we can get. Like we're not going to succeed unless we're on point. And so I really want to be a tool and a stepping stone for other women in business to be their best selves to have their best business to make the most revenue to do all that stuff so for me it's um yeah it's like it's not just like here are your product photos off you go it's like send me that reel i want to be the first to like it i want to be the first to share it and, yeah. and brag and say hey I took and you are so supportive of your community so <laughs> if somebody's listening to this and they're like yeah jade she's my kind of gal where can they find you yeah so instagram small business growth club jump on there and you will connect with all the cool stuff that i do i obviously do photography of products and people and then also have my instagram products as well because once you know what are we doing these photos for we're doing to share them we're you know we're taking them to share them and then what are we doing that for? We're doing that to sell. So all of these elements are related and I like to help people, you know, wherever they need their help, I'm there to help. So we will uh, link up to all of that in the show notes so you can go and do a big stalk of Jade and everything that she does and check out her website and examples of some product photos and everything that she's doing. And thank you so much for your time today. If anyone's listening and I want you to really go back and look at your website with a harsh eye now and go, you know, are my amazing products actually putting their best foot forward? And if they're not, then take on some board some of the tips that Jade's given you today or check out those packages for you to let us know once you've got your new photos up so we can all check out your website and how those images are going. If you do want somebody else to take a look for you and give that sort of second opinion with fresh eyes, make sure you join us in the free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs, and we can have a look for you and see if we've got any ideas for new photos. Thanks again, Jade. We'll be chatting to you soon. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking to keep up to date with 
all that's happening in e-commerce marketing, free website audits, latest tips, and hang out with some other pretty cool people. Be sure to check out my free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs. I'll see you on the inside.